Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Dave Hill History Fluffer. This is Chris Gersbeck, producer of the show. Um, as you might have guessed, we were not able to get yet another new episode together in time for today, so I thought it'd be fun to go back and pull some of my favorite clips from the past year of Dave Hill History Fluffer. So let's consider this volume one of the best of History Fluffer. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, we have a couple of shows coming up for this podcast. Uh, Saturday, January 18th, we're going to be at San Francisco Sketch Fest at the Gateway Theater. That'll be Saturday, January 18th at 4 p.m. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Go to sfsketchfest.com to get those. Uh, for that show, it's pretty exciting. It's going to be Dave, Jim, myself, and welcoming back uh, the original panelists to the show, Jody Lennon will be there. We'll also be at the Brooklyn Podcast Festival Friday, January 24th at 10 p.m. And that's going to be at Union Hall. And again, it'll be Dave, Jim, myself, and Jody Lennon uh, for the first time in a New York City show in quite some time. So you're going to want to make it out to that. Tickets are $15. You can get those at unionhallny.com. Um, just want to thank our Patreon members real quick. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. Uh, for just five bucks a month, you get a ton of bonus content. And um, you'll also get entry into Dave's Street Gang, the dangerous snakes who hate bullshit. You'll get your own uh, gang member uh, nickname. And that's always a ton of fun. And also, we're doing... Uh, Patreon members at the 25 month tier or above will also get free entry to that Union Hall show. So if you're on the fence about that show, uh, this is a great opportunity for you. You'll not only get entry to the show, you also get a Dave Hills podcasting incident t-shirt, a patch, an erotic short story starring you, a phone call from Dave himself where he sings a Billy Joel song to you. And best of all, that's right, entry into Dave Street Gang, the dangerous snakes who hate bullshit. So thanks again to all of our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate you. And uh, if you haven't already, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice review and a five-star rating. Uh, for whatever reason, that really helps us out a lot. And we really appreciate uh, anything you can do to help support this show. So I'm just going to tee up some of these clips. I've picked six of my favorite moments that first sprung to mind. Uh, this first clip I thought was pretty appropriate. It's, uh, it's from the Hell's Angels episode we did a while back. And uh, it's just Dave kind of uh, describing his animatronic band, which has made a lot of appearances on this show. So this was just one of many. Uh, we'll listen to another one in a little bit. But here we go. Here's Dave explaining to both Jim and myself his animatronic band. I won't spoil the clip uh, because it's a great reveal at the end, but here we go. Let's take a listen to this. Long and short is no one wanted to be in a band. Right? <laughs> okay, all right. My point. Now, so what does that leave me with? Solo artist. Right. Acoustic guitar, whatever. Right, which, by the way, Diamond doesn't. Diamond doesn't. Right. Exactly right. Right. Or I could maybe play piano and sing. Mm-hmm. Dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. Right. Do you know, are you familiar with animatronics? Yes, I am, actually, oh. yeah. Okay. So I decide 
I'm going to form an animatronic band. Real? Oh, that's oh, a great right. idea. Singing classic right. gospel right. music. What right. kind of animals did you have in, right. this, in this band? What? I'll tell you what I didn't. I definitely didn't have an alligator or a dolphin after right. what had happened. I was the tra- it was too traumatic. <clears throat> we just if you had an alligator and a dolphin in your animatronic band, it would you would probably have a nervous breakdown every time you could play. Yeah, it would have been too much for right. me. Right. But I had um I had uh, a hippo <laughs> and the hippo. <laughs> It would open its mouth, uh-huh. and then, um, and you think, well, the hippo's going to play its teeth, like right? A, like, a xylophone. like a xylophone, yeah. Not the case. Well, he he did, but then, uh, then like a a chimp would run over. Uh-huh. Now, to be fair, that was an actual chimp. That was it was a, not yeah. an animatronic. That's probably it was a real chimp. Right. He would come and I'm, over. And I'm going to say the technology at this point is kind of forcing you to use real animals and the fake animals. Right? Well. Um, yeah, I got a deal on the chimp, and it seemed crazy not to. They're so close. Chimps can be dangerous, too. Chimps, yeah. oh, yeah. Chimps, um, do you know chimps are four to five times stronger than a human being? Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, well, that comes in pretty handy when you're loading up the animatronic band in the back of the truck. So he's like you're a slave, then. At the end of the night, yeah. So, you're, so you've trained this no chimp dummy. to help you load, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you know... To his mind, oh, I'm in this cool band. I'm in show business. To my mind, yeah. you're loading the truck. Back. Right. He doesn't know the difference. He's a chimp. Yeah, he does not know. Right. He's happy to be in show business. Right. And so I bet you every time he comes out to play the hippo's teeth, <laughs> boom. He's writing letters home to his mom. I am, Wait, what? The chimp is playing the hippo's teeth? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, people loved it. Right. Until he reached puberty. What happened And then? that's when they become extremely aggressive. Right. And they'll eat your face. Right, right. Look right. it up. No, right. it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, they also throw their feces at you when they're angry. Is that correct? Uh, that, in my experience, they don't need to have a reason to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, <laughs> they'll just do that to break up the day a little bit. Right, right, right. So you've got, so you've got this uh, uh, adolescent going through puberty chimp who originally you've obviously hoodwinked into helping you load the truck. Yeah. But the, he thinks he's in show business. Yeah. But now he's just angry all the time. Yeah. Threatening to eat your face off or throw shit at you. Yeah. His not even threatening, just, just doing without warning, to be honest. And there's Other, also... Well, um, what else is in the band? There was, I would have a hay bale and these two goats would poke their heads up and be like, ah, they would sing. And, um, and there would be, there's like a, a, a giraffe that would sort of sw- swing uh, its neck down and go, whoo. Oh, because he was. Parts. You think it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Funny. That's funny. Up high, high right, voice. It was it. sort of a sight gag right, uh, right, thing. Right. Anyway, um, and so what kind of music? What, like it's gospel music, but it, it, what do you play? Gospel music. Do you play? I had sort of a washboard uh-huh. strapped to my stomach. Oh, so it's almost like a jamboree thing. Yeah, and I had the cymbals in my uh, with my knees, and right. I'd do that, and I'd hit another thing that would hit right. a drum. Right. It's all with pedals, then. Your pe- the whole yeah. thing. The hippo. Was pedals, mm-hmm. uh, the banjo playing tiger mm-hmm. was automated by... Oh, like there's he, a banjo playing tiger. Right. <laughs> and then he would... Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. Bang, bang. And uh, yeah, and um, there was penguins that played uh, French horn. Mm-hmm. And um, and then every, so there would be like an owl that I would hit a pedal and he'd go, and to sing bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. No, give yourselves a hand. Give yourselves a hand. Yeah. All right, 
next clip is actually from one of the very first episodes we ever did of Dave Hill History Clover. Back when it was actually called, you had to be there. This is uh, the infamous episode where Dave told us all about his time as a member of the Eagles and a little bit about his time in Fleetwood Mac, and that's where this clip begins. Uh, and it's got one of my favorite lines that, again, I will not spoil. But uh, take a listen to this clip uh, from Dave Hill History Fluffer, The Eagles. This is recorded live at QED and Astoria Come back You can set them up, I can knock them down. We can slow them down this town. So basically, I did have a, a dalliance with Fleetwood Mac. They, because uh, a lot of people think Fleetwood Mac, they think Stevie Nicks, Christine McVie, John McVie, Mick Fleetwood, Lindsey Buckingham, right? That's the classic lineup. Right. Right. Yeah. But before that, there was like a lot of other people in the band. Bob Welch, uh, Peter Green. Anyway, sort of after Bob Welch left and then Lindsey Buckingham, Stephen X joined the group, they were like, um, there was, it's like not working out that well. And I get a call from Stephen X and uh, they're like, you should come over here. Um, did think, she know you, or did she just call you? <laughs> I think word was out uh, about uh, me at about the Eagles, yeah. And uh, and she's like, "How soon?" You know, she's like, "We're down at the studio." Um, you know, we're at the trying to work some stuff out. So how soon can you get here? And I was just like, "Open the door," and she opens the door. <laughs> I had a payphone actually in the in the parking lot, and she's like, "That was weird." And I was like, "Yeah, I kind of thought so too." And, but, um, and I go in. And and Mick Fleetwood is also in a huge pile of cocaine. Oh, so right away, kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, this is gonna work out just fine. And um, and uh, and then Stevie Nicks was uh uh, uh, uh she she she's she's like, hey Dave, do you ever do that thing um that I like to do where you do the cocaine up your butt? You know, have, did you ever hear this about Stevie Nicks? The rumor that they would blow cocaine up her butthole, because she, and so she says, hey, hey Dave, did you ever try doing cocaine up your butthole? And I said, it's very funny. I said, is there another way? Yeah, yeah. They got a big laugh right, out of it right too. Away, yeah. right, away. right away, you're in. Yeah, yeah. You're they, in the group. They got a big charge out of that. Right. Yeah. So this is strange. You had said actually because now her it, it was I guess her septum was destroyed. Was that and was her leather Cheerio destroyed at all? Leather Cheerio. What is a leather Cheerio? Is, is that, that a, a that's euphemism? a butthole? Is that a butthole? <laughs> yeah. The leather. Is, that, is a, that what you mean? Yeah. Leather Cheerio. Is that, I mean, isn't that what everybody calls it? I've is never that, heard. It, is that honestly what you're calling a butthole? A leather Cheerio? <laughs> it is. Because I'm gonna say that about because 700 a, more times tonight. <laughs> Yeah. A leather Cheerio. I've never heard of that. A word. leather Cheerio. Asshole. Uh, that's, a, that's the competition killer, I think. A leather Cheerio. Yeah. I'm a, like reshaping my whole night based on learning that phrase. So you're quite I'm not even talking about this show. I'm talking about everything I'm doing later tonight. But you're, so you're saying that you heard that her, her leather Cheerio had, been, had collapsed? Yes. I had. To, to cocaine use? Her delicate leather Cheerio. You had heard that. Been compromised. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, it sounds like it was a lot of traffic. Like it was a spy. 
She her, her leather, her leather Cheerio was a spy. And it had been compromised. That's my password. Compromise. To most, that's my password, by the way. Like, like <laughs> leather, 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 leather Cheerio has funny. been compromised. Certain parts of that are capitalized, and that's then right. I add oh, yeah, a yeah. dollar sign and an exclamation so, point. So, so you're. Let's get back to. I guess I guess we can get back to the story. Uh, I don't think we'll ever fully be back to anything. Ever so, again. So after there leather you are. You're, you're with Fleetwood Mac in the studio. Yeah. She, I'm assuming she's on all four. Is it all fours that she does? When it? was she not? No. Uh, <laughs> no. It would always be this joke. Like she'd be like, "Oh, this needs like a little more reverb," and she would uh, move okay, forward. Now is the cue. Uh, <laughs> she would be kind of reaching to on the console, and that was like, "I'll be right over." Um, but to be fair. Uh, she did. It wasn't just coke she did up. She took her meals up her butthole. <laughs> Everything was done up her butthole. And soon, you know, I was. It was. Uh, we all followed suit. Sure. By we, I mean just you, I did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Did you help with any of their music or, or no? Or was it, that was more just. A just all of rumors. <laughs> but that's it. Gotta give a shout out to Joey Leonard for introducing us to the term leather Cheerio, a term that is permanently ingrained in my head. So thank you for that, Jody. This next clip is uh, from another live taping we did at QED in Astoria. This is Dave telling us all about his time as uh, the sex slave to both Betty Davis and Joan Crawford during the filming of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. So let's take a listen to that. So, uh, let's get back to... Th- I love how you bury shit. Yeah, you, well, sorry, the trifecta, you, you Crawford, right, Davis. Right, okay. And you're, I'm assuming you're... you're Ping-pong and back and sexual forth. Sexual relations with both of them? Well, to, to find sexual relationships. You're having sex with both of them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Then, they, yeah, yeah. How, and they're <laughs> notoriously feuding at this point. They hate each other. Well, they got along about one thing. What's that? The Eiffel Tower. They would they would pull an Eiffel Tower and not an easy thing to I don't do know when what's the roles were Were they? I'm d- sort of down. Uh, it's the it's the a close cousin of the spit roast. Do you know that? Anyway, what what what? Um, uh, uh, it, it's sort of like next door neighbor to the patio I, furniture. I like I like that it's in the same genus as the spit roast. <laughs> What I would, I would, I, I get down on all fours. Okay. They would, it's not important. Anyway, so what happened was, um, they, this was um, around the time that they, their sort of careers were, they were getting on in their years right. for, in terms of, you know, starlets. Sure, sure. And, they were uh, no longer ingenues. No. So um, uh, they, the, the <laughs> script for uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane right. materialized. Gothic horror. Yeah, well, Sto- by the way, for anyone who doesn't know it, story of a young, a, f- a formerly famous child actress. That's Joan Crawford. That's uh, Betty Davis. Betty, Betty Davis. Davis, right. And she now uh, still believes at the age of 60 or so that she is still this as cute as a button child actress, though she's not. They're sisters. They're sisters, and Joan Crawford is her sister, and she terrorizes her sister, Joan Crawford, who is, who is trapped in a wheelchair. 
Blanche. Yeah, Blanche. That's right. That's the storyline. She eventually she oh, kills. Blanche. I think she kills Blanche. Yeah. One. Well, you kind of ruined the end of the movie. I don't think anyone's. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna go watch it right now. Because well, I, because I, they're gonna sit there and watch the whole movie and think about you and Joan Crawford and Betty Davis and something about a. a Spit roast and an Eiffel Tower. Spit. Well, we never did the spit roast and the Eiffel Tower. This they whipped me around like a rag doll, Jim. I had no, I had no idea that they Ben Davis a, and Joan Crawford were so sexually aggressive. And I Joan mean, Crawford oh, was yeah. married at the time. That's right. To the king of cola. Right, Pepsi. Pepsi, uh, Pepsi cola. Yeah, free free Pepsi. On but set it was obviously an open day. relationship because she's she's she, fucking you. Yeah, yeah. At one time she uh, emptied a. Uh, uh, a 12 ounce bottle of Pepsi into my butthole, Jim. <laughs> Look what it up. Jim only allowed to have that information. What's Jody, that? What's, I went, I went, what's that called? That's the uh, that's called the the 12 ounce Pepsi in my butthole. <laughs> it's just straight ahead what it is. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So, uh, so, so you're having a pretty freewheeling relationship with Joan Crawford. She's pouring Pepsi in your asshole. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Betty Davis consensually was that to prevent did I say did I I say she tied you up and poured Pepsi in your asshole no that's what she did I was tied up but that was consensual as well fine so now Betty Davis what's that relationship like she did the same thing but with RC Cola (laughs) and that was a dig though right the RC Cola was a dig at Joan Crawford yeah yeah sort of like uh, I'll show you right fuck um, your Pepsi Cola yeah. RC Cola is just as good. Yeah, sometimes it was Fago. Uh, or what about Fanta? Sometimes it or was what about Fanta. Coke. Or Coca Cola. Sometimes it was Coke. Right. Um, it was your other Coke in your life. Right. A couple times it was just, uh, one time it was just a candle she used. Wow. Yeah, it was horrible. Dave, I mean, Dave. I, I got to say. Were you wearing pants ever? <laughs> Dave, I mean, I no, no, no. I mean, they said my character was Porky Pig. Oh, they used to oh. I see. So you're you just like wearing a, a shirt and yeah. a blazer and a young kind of. That's uh, all they would like. Yeah, yeah. A young schoolboy's blazer. Yeah, yeah. And a doily. And yeah. I, I would always be heading into Bottomless. town. Bottomless. Yeah. I got. I got to say, Dave. I mean, it sounds horrible. It sounds like you. You. You leave what sounds like I think a good business, the skaties, kind of a wholesome entrepreneurial. Yep. All American skating, skating rink, rink yeah, and yeah. hot dogs, hot and hamburgers, dogs and hamburgers, and and free Italian love. place across the street. Zamboni. You kind of you lose it. I understand businesses don't always work out. And you ride the rails. You ride the rails, which immediately oh, just oh, is yeah. a big leap of faith there. And then you go and you ride the rails, and right away you're hobo fucking and shucking, you, fucking and shucking. Yeah, yeah. Got a lobster and two. And some lobstering, and then you decide that you've had enough of that after five days. But no cohog. And you get you get a train. No cohog. So co-hog. so you take a train to Los Angeles, and then a bus for a block. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you hang out in front of the soda. You hang out at a soda fountain because that's how Lana Turner was. For several years. For several yeah. years, you gain an enormous. You become a beast. You be you fill in for Alfred Hitchcock as a stand-in, and a stand-in in every part of his life. It sounds like not just movies. So uh, you you get kicked out. You get kicked off that set. You're hanging out with Marlon Brando, Richard Burton, Warren yeah. Beatty. You're, dropping your tea bag, and they're Warren hanging Beatty. out with you. Right, your tea bag. O'Toole, yeah. wow. O'Toole is taking he, advantage of you. Richard Burton was literally hanging out. With me. Right. <laughs> and all the while, you're collecting Warren Beatty's hair. Right mm-hmm. to make your 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 current plugs. Yeah. Well, no, this is Annette Bening's hair. This current. Hair. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. 
So you then fall in with Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. You're a proxy for their very bad relationship. Yeah, yeah. They would everything they did to each other, they would test it out on me. So first. if they had a fight on set, they would throw me down a flight of stairs. Okay. First. If yeah. if if uh, you know she had to drag Betty Davis across the floor, they would throw me down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Okay. But if they had like a slapping thing, what would happen then? What would they? They would slap me, and then they would throw me down a flight of stairs. <laughs> And when I when I get to the bottom, they pick me up and they dump a bottle of RC and dump my butthole. <laughs> Be- Betty Davis would. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to assume that Joan Crawford was always always Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, she's, she had to be. She's brand loyal. She's very brand loyal. Oh, Crystal Pepsi. Back then, I don't think Back her then? her idea though. She did it bring was it up. Her idea, yes. Oh, yeah. So you're constantly being thrown down the stairs. You're constantly being sexually, essentially taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. By Betty Davis, Joan Crawford. At some point, I got to imagine you say, "I have to get out of here. Like, this is bad for me. This is not a good. This is not a good, healthy place for me to be." But By the way, you are you still four hundred and ten pounds at this point? No, I weighed one seventy five. Wow. The shape of a lifetime. Wow. At this point. Wow. Well, no wonder they were oh, toying I, with you. Yeah, I was exhausted. I was exhausted. Did all you the time. have a role in the movie? Was there any part for you, or did you have any lines? Baby Jane. I played Baby Jane. <laughs> I thought that was Betty Davis. She plays Baby Jane when Baby Jane's fully old, but do you remember oh, the you scene the when kid. there's a Baby Jane? Yeah. Yeah, that was me. That was you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What they did is they, they, they took a, like a sort of a crib and they cut like a hole, and I would climb underneath. <laughs> And they had affixed like a baby's body. Classic. Yeah, and I would just be in there and I had a bonnet. Uh, do you remember that scene? I never saw the final edit of the movie. I think I know that scene, yeah. C- continue. Yeah, I, I played Baby Jane. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't think Baby Jane was ever literally a baby in the movie. I think Baby Jane, that was her, I would give her it vaudeville an- name. She you might like, have been cut out. I don't I would want to break it, it to an- you. It I seems would like give you it might another not, look. You might not have seen the final edit on it. No, no, I would... I just... Wait, so you're... I, I, no, I, I, I was in a, a crib, like, sort of a, a bassinet, and a then there was another... With a fake baby's body. Did you have to make any sounds yeah, or say you, anything? Goo, goo, ga, ga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another baby that turned out was a little person, and he smoked. <laughs> yeah. And he was with me as well. The original script to Whatever Happened to Baby Jane was just simply about a misplaced baby. <laughs> I always thought that last line there deserved a bigger laugh. Um, moving on, this next clip comes from another live tape and we did a QED. This is from the Woodstock episode we did, which still ranks as one of the most popular, most downloaded episodes of Dave Hill History Fluffer. And you might recognize the appearance of yet another animatronic band. Let's take a listen to this. So what? So, so what they do with the Joe with the Dave's, Dave's Apple Good Time Apple, Apple band. band? Well, so you know they were like because they wanted they're like oh we love the band, and so I thought well great right we're playing Woodstock right, and uh, they did they didn't want 
me. They wanted just the, just the uh, animatronics, the goats, and the right. primarily the the bird. The, on the, the on bird, the, guitar, the, yeah. the owl replacement. So I said, you know, team player. I said, well, I get to, you know, then you have to let my friend Jimmy play in the festival. Uh, friend from high school. High school. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Hendrix. No shit. You yeah. went to high school with Jimmy That's Hendrix. That's exactly right. That's amazing. Yep. And were, you guys were pals. You did stuff together. We you hung out. The, we were in the army together. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Good, good friends. And, Long and, time. And you got him booked on the show. Got him booked. I hadn't seen him in a while, and he showed up. He had changed a lot. He was a mess. In what way? Drugs, but which was great because I was really strung out on a lot of stuff. By yeah, this well, point. Your pain management. Yeah, you're self-medicating. Self-medicating, and uh, but yeah, I got I got him on sort of responsible for that. You, you're getting him on the bill. You got him on on the show. Yeah, but he's stabbing the back because the whole thing. I said you can have the animatronic band. You got to let my friend Jimmy play. I get to sing the <laughs> the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. yeah. That kind of goes without saying. Yeah, I get to sing the national anthem. Mm. And they were like, fine, we don't give a shit. Yeah, and, and, but by this point, my, uh, I had developed all sorts of infections because <laughs> of the matzo ball burns. And I... Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a I have neck problems from... So, wearing a so pumpkin covered, around. And it's covered summertime, in, so yeah. you don't want that stuff to be oozing no. uh. untreated. Yeah. So you're covered in sores and infections <laughs> from the burns. And sometimes you have squash residue in your right, hair right. or maybe and, yeah. in your and eyes just, or your nostrils. Just, just general sore neck and muscles. Yeah, my ne- and I was sort of starting to contort like yeah, this, sure, you know? Sure. Like sort of, uh, that was sort of my thing right. at that point. Makes so, sense. Yeah. And... Uh, that's kind of where Joe Cocker got his thing. Oh. Uh, yeah, because he saw my hole. Because he, you know, because I was I in so was much pain. Cool. Right. Then so you're he, like walking around. <laughs> yeah. Doing this. And then, you know, Joe Cocker gets up there. I'm like, uh, he basically doing your an impression act, right, of yeah. me. Uh, did you know, like, was and he, look, did he like, did he acknowledge that? Yeah, he had been doing an impression backstage, so he was laughing kind of making, it up. Fun of you. Yeah, and then he just went on stage and he just thought, kept it up. Funny. Yeah, yeah, this will get him so going. A little, little help from my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was for you. Right, or maybe he was like, it gets a big laugh backstage. Yeah, yeah. Let me try see it. Four hundred thousand people think. Yeah, so he gets out there and he's going what and yeah. you know and the way he's, I'm sorry, he's going what because no, I no. and he, even that was mind me because when I would put the lotion on, I would go <laughs> and he so he started. The whole thing what was, was the lotion made out of. It was, yeah, it was just supposed to make you feel better. It was some, yeah, it was some sort of salve balm, uh-huh. right? Aloe I don't know what it was. I'm not sure that's a good thistle. thing to put on burn. I mean, yeah, it, was it was a different time. You never yeah. knew where right, you were right. getting lotions right. from. Yeah, it was all it was, like elixirs and shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, and but when I would put it so on, I'd go like, and and I would contort, and that's so his whole thing. That was basically. Basically, wow, you were wow, he making he fun of me. Yeah, in front of four hundred, four hundred thousand yeah. people. Yeah, wow, um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, the uh, uh, I'm just curious, where is is is? I'm trying to envision the the whole. Well, no, thing. listen. Do you want to just one second? Sure. I'm Back, sorry. Speaking of backstabbing. Yeah. So, I'm supposed to sing the national Jim, anthem because Jimi Hendrix backstabbed you. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Jirasi, I'm supposed to sing the national anthem. And I say, just one sec, I need to go put on some more lotion. <laughs> and I'm in the uh, the portajon sort of thing we had right. backstage. Well, went into there a, weren't many. You went into a portajon to put on the, the lotion. lotion on your burns. What do I hear? I don't know. That son of a bitch. Yep. He wasn't playing your guitar, was he? No, he just he just got up there. Did and, your uh, number? Yeah, so it would have been stupid if I were to do my national. Right, of course. Right. I mean, it is only yeah. it's <laughs> kind also, of eventful. Joe Cocker had already gone up there and done this impression of me, oh, man. like, what? Yeah. And so, because uh, mm. I was gonna go, oh, you, you know, that was. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, why, why bother? Right. Right. At right. this point. Right. 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 No, that makes total sense. I mean, I, I don't blame you for giving up on that. Did Shauna Na rip you off in any way? Yeah, they were there, right? They're a big band. Yeah, yeah. They, the, those were my outfits. <laughs> you made the outfits yourself? Those really? were the outfits that I had made for the animatronic band. Oh, like a yeah. 50s oh, kind like of a, thing. A greaser, white t-shirt. Like a greasers kind of thing. Cuffed exactly up right. jeans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my gosh. That's right just like Shauna Na's yeah. look. The, exactly the more right. things change, the more they stay the same. What... Uh, uh, so, I'm trying to envision: Is Dave's Good Time Apple Hut still? Is it open during this? I, I tried to keep it going, and um, I mean during the festival. Yeah, we tried to keep it going. It's very hot, but you know this is you know the Apple. You know I because we're so busy now putting what turns what we now know as Woodstock. Yeah. Going on, so I'm I'm having a hard time, you know, getting new apples, and I'm just kind of using whatever apples I have, and mm. I'm can't, you know, do candy coating, caramel coating, mm. candy coating, then caramel and then coating, the caramel coating. Yeah, the peanuts, the whole thing. Right. The problem is, when you do that, you can't really tell if the how what how the apple's holding up. Mm. So I'm telling you know, so I started spreading the word: don't eat the brown apples. Right. Right. Yeah. Why? Is that bad for you? They're rotting inside. Yeah. Is it like poison? Yeah. Well, something. No, they just don't taste very. They're very mealy. Mm. You know. So it's a taste thing. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't. I'm not going to take a bite of a brown apple and like, I don't have a like I have a bad trip or anything like that. Well, if the ones there, you you would have. Oh, because they had all been tampered with. Everything had been laced with. Everything. Were you able to spread the word? Yeah, I I was into the PA. I was saying, don't eat the brown apples. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, but uh, and then um, that got really confusing for people. Why? Uh, because someone said, uh, you know, they thought I th- that you know that I said don't eat the brown acid, and right. I said, well, yeah, don't eat the brown acid. Right, that's kind of a no-brainer. But I w- I was. Trying to tell them don't eat any of the acid, right? But they took it to mean eat all the other kinds. Just of Just don't acid have the brown apples. Yeah. Eat everything else. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Right. So you're responsible so, for a bunch of bad trips, and probably a couple babies. Yeah. Well, because by this time the manager's wife was very <laughs> pregnant. Oh my yeah. If you're keeping track of all the recurring bits we do on the show, I'm pretty sure sleeping with the manager's wife is pretty high up there on the amount of occurrences we've had from that. So, one of my favorites. 
Uh, this next clip actually comes from a uh, uh, an episode we did at Dave's apartment. This was just uh, Dave, myself, and Jim, and we aimed to do an episode about Lord of the Rings, and it really just turned into Dave and Jim grilling me about my bizarre eating habits. Uh, this was actually a two-part episode. That's how that's how intriguing all of this was. Uh, so let's take a listen to this clip from the Lord of the Rings episode. This is from part two. So what happens then is uh, I'm in in the pub, you know, I'm eating a scotch egg. I see... Uh, don't tell Chris that. <laughs> Wait, so you don't even like a hard-boiled egg? No, I don't like any kind of eggs. Does anyone in your family eat eggs? They all do, and they all... Tear me apart every time we are get you together. Picky, are you a picky eater in general? No, I I like a lot of things. Uh-huh, like just what? not eggs. Just not uh, pretty much one quarter of everything <laughs> we eat. I don't mind if egg is in something. Like I'll eat a uh, like a cake or a French toast. <laughs> what about uh, are you pancakes. vegetarian? No. <laughs> Do you eat chicken? Oh, this is not. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a philosophical thing. No, it's just a texture thing. It's a texture. So you're either like, you're either a genius, mm-hmm. right? You're like, you're like on the you're on the you're very on the, very low you're on the spectrum kind of thing, <laughs> right? Wait, because of I eat a ton of eggs. No, people there's there tends to be a correlation between having very uh, specific food issues and genius. Um, no, and uh, uh, autism. Autism. Oh. And did you know that there was a time when canned foods were considered fancy? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. In the like, 50s, 40s, and 50s, I think. It's in a can. Well, because it was the future. Yeah. It was like jet age. Like, yeah. Oh. Astronauts eat this. <laughs> I bought some canned beans today, green beans. No, they're, they're fine. Yeah. I kind of like them. I, I like, uh, like a fresh bean, sure. Yeah, sure. But there's something I like about a canned green I like bean. The fr- I actually like frozen beans. And I, like, I like the whole... Frozen, put them in the thing, heat them up. They don't taste anything like fresh beans, but with enough butter and salt, they taste delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. The the canned beans, I, my only thing is they, they tend to have some weird oil or something on them. It's a weird taste on them. You know what they mm. taste like? Eggs. Oh, I just made him vomit in his no, mouth. No, here's a question. <sighs> if something Swallow tasted like eggs, would you not like that? Well, yeah, what about like a like egg what? substitute? Like the weird shit you can buy, it's like it's, what would that be? What that would be that? like uh, like just like scrambled eggs, but made with, by the way, egg like. If it has know. the same texture, no, I wouldn't be so able to. Eat them. It's not a flavor issue. Would at you all. wear it's an egg? Issue. I don't like like uh, like mushy things. So there's other food you don't like. Do you like yogurt? No. <laughs> Do you like pudding? No. <gasps> Do you like uh, right. stuffing? Sometimes. Do you like? Sometimes. Uh, ice, do you like ice cream? I do like ice cream. Do you like? This feels very. This feels very random. You like ice cream, of course. Who doesn't fucking like ice cream? It's raining. Yeah. Oh, you know who loves ice cream? This one over here. The loose. Yeah, I took. Of course she she does. got ice cream while we were home. I bet. Lost. What her kind mind. of vanilla chocolate? Doesn't matter, right? She she just eats vanilla. She's partial. Is uh, she have? Uh, does she have? Uh, Gastroenterology uh, issues after Oh, that. like shitting her pants? Yeah. Or shouldn't wear pants. <laughs> or just kind of wet poops. Uh, 
sometimes. Or I like to call vanilla poops. Ugh. <laughs> Do you like vanilla ice cream? <laughs> Not anymore. So you like ice cream, but you don't like yogurt. Which I don't get. I mean, I could I could eat yogurt. I like. Uh, I don't put a gun to your head. Yeah, no if yogurt. If someone gave me, if I was at someone's house and they were like, "Because <laughs> you're polite." Here's a bowl. Oh, of yogurt, I, I, I no, I I love yogurt. I would eat it without. I wouldn't gag or anything. Well, it's all we're having for dinner is yogurt. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. This is highly irregular. I don't know if I believe any of this. Yeah, you don't know. If- I just don't believe it. I think you only eat hot dogs. I think it's you only eat one thing, and you know you're smart enough to know. I can't just say I only eat hot dogs. I went through a thing with, with hot dogs actually. Until I was like ten or eleven, I couldn't eat the very last bite of a hot dog. <laughs> Why? I would just throw it out. Why? I don't know. I just didn't want to. This eat is it. what the episode is right now. So <laughs> wait, why did who? I know this is. Uh, we have apologies to the listener, but we need to pursue this. Fuck so J.R. Tolkien. I eat a hot dog. Till the very last bite, and then I would just throw that out. I just throw it in the, the trash. bun and the, bun the, and the, the whole the, bite. The whole the whole thing. Why? Like it was like the butt of a cigarette. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Or was it because it was like uh, pig anuses and stuff like that? Well, I, I wouldn't have a problem with yeah. the first bite. Right. It was no. just the yeah. Last so bite. you're a man of contradictions. <laughs> Do you have any idea where that came from? I don't. And by the way, I like that there's an age cutoff. So at 12, you were fine. Eventually, I was like, all right, I'm just going to eat the last bite. And it was fine. So really, it was just you were like, look, i got to grow up and deal with this. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, I'm going to be a podcast 20 years from now. (laughs) And I'm going to get berated for this. Right. So I better clean up my act. Yeah. I saw a vision of the future. Did your parents, like, were they concerned? They were. They were annoyed, probably. I was just wasting the energy. What's your background? What's your background? Are they like a mother Italian or something? My mom's uh, Puerto Rican and Italian. Right. So like, food's a big thing. Yeah. Like a lot of different kinds so of So what did she... Christopher! <laughs> That's, she That's my Rosie Perez yeah. impression. Christopher, finish your fucking hot dog! Why are you... Why are you not finish that? I'm trying to channel Rosie Perez That's and good. white That's man good. can't jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't pretend like you like the yogurt. You don't like the yogurt. Everyone knows that you only eat hot dogs, and you don't even finish the fucking hot dog. Yeah. And your father? That's a really good impression. German and Irish. Okay, also big food. Lots of meat. Mm-hmm. Lots of meat. Lots and of eggs. potatoes. Lots of potatoes. You like potatoes? I do, yeah. Like mashed. But not mashed potatoes. Ah. You, don't like, you don't like mashed potatoes? I mean, again, I'll eat them if I'm served them. Dave, I'm thinking there's but something wrong with Chris. I would I'm never order, so. like, a side of mashed potatoes. What about yogurt? Do you like yogurt? Did I ask you that already? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, again, though, I like the politeness of it. I wouldn't order it, but if someone if it was the only thing they offered me, would right. you kind of play with it, or would you eat it? I'd eat it. So you can eat it? I can. I just would. You're, I not, gag- you're not gagging. Did you ever watch, I didn't see this myself, but did you ever watch that Two Girls, One Cup video? <laughs> I have. But, um, so was that extra disgusting to you because it ticked like a few boxes for you? I actually didn't have that much of a problem. Yeah. You didn't have a problem with that. I'm just kidding. It was absolutely hor- horrifying. What yeah, you- but not because of the texture. Was it the texture that got you upset? <laughs> it had something to do with it. Look, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't order it, but if, they, if it was all that it had was two girls in one cup at dinner, I'd eat it. That's cause I've read that that video is not real, too, you, by the way. You, How could it not be real? How do you fake that sort of thing? <laughs> There's ways. There's ways to fake stuff coming out of people's butts? 
Yep. How? C- like it's all in CGI. post? It's all CGI. I think they like stick food <laughs> up their asses that looks like a Milky Way bar. <laughs> like, shit. like a Snickers. Yeah, or, or they like just a, like clump together a bunch of like baby oh, roots. Like joy. <laughs> well, uh, I would argue that uh, if someone were to put something in their butt and then shit it out oh, yeah, into a still, cup and then eat it, I would say still it, that's not pretty gross. Yeah, but it's not. But actual. to our earlier point, mm. uh, arguably everything is that gross, uh-huh, uh-huh, covered uh-huh. in feces. Uh-huh. So yeah. you might as well, might as well just stick food up. Do your they ass. ever do like a follow up with the two girls one cup? Ladies, and I say, don't think hey, they do. Where are they guys? now? Yeah, yeah. Oprah interviewed them. What? I'm just so curious about this food stuff. Do you have other weird little things like? Um, I don't like can't work slices cotton. of tomatoes, but I'll eat a like, whole tomato, chopped up tomato, like in a salsa, <laughs> or if um, it's like on nachos. Why or something. Like um. Do you have a notebook with all this stuff in it? Like what you to remind yourself? No, no. I mean, this is the first time these I'm are like actually going in discussing this. Today I, tr- <clears throat> today I tried a slice of tomato. It disgusted me. It checks out. However, I do enjoy them as a. I do enjoy a good salsa. Uh huh. Pico de gallo. You like pico de gallo? Yeah, I, I think it's just like a plain, like a slice of tomato. I can't. eat. Would you have it on a sandwich? If it's already on it, I won't pull it off. Again, you're so polite. I know. Uh, I made you. If I served you a sandwich and it had tomato on it, you would not remove the tomato. No, I'd eat it. <laughs> Out of politeness to me, Chris, I made you, I made you yeah. a sandwich. I made you a sandwich <laughs> with a tomato on it. I hope you like it. <laughs> this is really. Huh. And then in the inner monologue, it's like, oh my god, what am I, what am I gonna do? Would you be horrified by it the whole time while you ate it? No, She's I'd, a good sandwich. I'd be fine eating it, but I would never like say I'll have a turkey sandwich with tomato on it. This is highly irregular. Eggs are like the only thing where I'd probably I'd pick it <laughs> you off. You say I'm sorry, I can't eat this egg. Yeah. So you, if you were in France, you know, in France they put eggs on hamburgers. Yeah, they do, uh, yeah, like they do that in, uh, in the South. Oh, that you're t- I feel like you're talking about the Texan burger. It's called. They call it the American burger. They the do? California burger. Well, I used to have a burger called the Texan burger that was... In Paris? No, no, in the Bronx. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. They do that At there. a diner. Yeah. Uh, and they just put a fried egg on it. I don't eat I mean, burgers that anymore, like, but... I think Chris is vomiting in his mouth right now. <laughs> what Do you like steak tartare? What is that? It's raw. It's like raw, raw hamburger ground. meat, oh. basically. Capers, onions. Not a huge fan. It's pretty tasty. Yeah. How about sushi? I've had sushi. Do you like sushi? Yeah, sushi's okay. <laughs> I know. Do you like fr- fried foods okay? But I like sushi when it has like... Um, Eggs on some it? Some kind of crunchy... like. Do you component? like a crunchy roll? Yeah. What about... Um, do you like macaroni and cheese? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you like pasta? Yeah. We're really... Uh, put- Raking him over the coals. Well, I mean, he's got it on you. No, what's it called? Raking over the coals. Whatever, yeah. I think, uh, but it's unusual because it's very specific stuff. And he, you know, keeps it in a notebook. (laughs) But the slices slices of tomatoes versus the chunks of tomatoes. Yeah. Like that, I cannot. Where he draws the line. I just cannot understand it. Like that, I kind of get. I don't get it. I'll be honest with you. The egg stuff, okay. Mm-hmm. Yogurt versus ice cream, yeah, it's you're kind of walking up to that line. But tomato as a slice versus uh, tomato as chunks in like salsa, what's the fucking difference? 
tell you what, I'll tell you one thing. I would have a sandwich with bread and tomato slices, and that's all. You would? Yeah. You would order that? No. Yeah, if that's what they had on the menu, I would order it. Yeah. It sounds like a really shitty sandwich. It's not the most uh, fulfilling sandwich, but I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay. No? What other uh, what other weird food things do you have? Uh, the hot dog one's great. I'm not, a huge fan of, I'm not a huge fan of like white sauces. They've grown Alfredo, on me over the years. Alfredo's, that kind of stuff. Uh, what about a Bernays? Bernays. Oh, what? Um, that's more creamy. What yeah. about Hollandaise? Hollandaise? Hollandaise is okay. Do you know Hollandaise is mostly, if you get a Hollandaise sauce in a restaurant, uh-huh. it's mostly used butter from tables that didn't finish their butter? Yeah. Really? You did know that? Yeah. Cooking, kitchens and restaurants, the worst. They, well, they have to reuse everything. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to make any money. So, like, uh, you should go in on certain... Di- like, don't go in on... don't Brunch is the classic example of that. Brunch is everything that was left over from that week. This is good to know. Brunch the other Brunch day. was created to get rid of this shit. Huh. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, what other things? So... We just busted this wine open. So like it's white, crazy what we're doing. This like is, mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. Well, okay. Um, uh, you're, you're forgiven on that one. Well, so why am I forgiven on that, but not anything Because else? mayonnaise is a very specific... Because well, it's got egg, it's egg-based. Okay, yeah. But um, but it's also very specific. Like, Jews don't like mayonnaise, right? We should point out that you're Jewish, though. Otherwise, we're going to get the... Uh, I sure, that, sure, I I'm Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, aren't you, though? My dad's Jewish. Well, yeah, I mean, because otherwise, you know, I'm going to get hate mail. All right, guys, got one final clip here, and this is a good one. This uh, is from another live taping we did at QED. This was the Algonquin Roundtable episode we did. Uh, A lot of what transpired in this episode worked its way into other episodes, and uh, you'll hear why we introduce sort of a... A crazy cast of characters that have since made a bunch of appearances on this show uh, so you'll recognize quite a bit of them um, so let's take a listen to this so you're driving a cab um, eventually I get uh, I pick up a fare sure do you know who Gene Chalet is? Of course I know. Gene Shout. You know Gene. Does everyone know who Gene Shout is? By a by a round of applause, who knows who Gene Shout is? Okay. Not everyone's clapping. This person does don't know who Gene Shout is. Well, you are in for a long night. <laughs> I get, this guy gets in my car and I, you know he's got the glasses and the mustache and crazy hair. Hair is sticking to the roof. And I, I don't have the heart to tell him. Anyway, we, uh, he says to... Uh, it's actually not far from here. Where is it? What, what is it going? Uh, in Queens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where, like, Northern Boulevard kind of thing? Yeah, or? area. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it said, take me to Al's. Al's? Yeah, Algonquin's. Algonquin's. Yeah, it was a diner. Uh-huh. In, uh, next to... Oh, yeah, it's like the, the famous Algonquin Hotel. I, I know that. No, 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 no. The, the, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. This is Algonquin's. Al? Al Sr. ran it. Uh-huh. Al Gonquin Jr. really did the heavy How's lifting. It? So it's, it's L. 
No, Al. Al. Like Elf Albert. Albert. Albert Gonquin. Albert. L space. Gonquin. G O N K W I N. Al Gonquin's diner. Al Gonquin's. Is a diner on Northern Boulevard here? Yep. Right. Yeah. He says. Uh, he says, "Hey, pal, uh, keep 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 the meter running. Keep the meter running, and, and does he come in. You, he invites you in with yeah, him. invites me in. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we go in there. What is it like? Uh, what, so, where, what does it look like inside? You go in counter service. Sure. And then and then everyone we walk in the whole place. Gene, it's a regular. <laughs> also, he's Gene Shallot. Right. Uh, so know. they know who he is. Yeah. So people are kind of freaking out. Right." We go in the back. There's a booth. It's literally, it's a literally a round table. Right. In the back, right? It's not really a round. It's more like an oval, if I'm So honest. it's like an oval with a banquet. Banquet. Like a, what's that? Like a banquet. semi-circle. Sure. Of around, like a, yeah, of cushioned. Uh, yeah. Like if you, took, if you took just the outer, yeah. in the Venn diagram yeah. of Ramones fans yeah. and spaghetti sauce uh, yeah, fans, yeah. red right. sauce that outer bit of the circle, right. that's what the right. seats... Like what you're talking about. A that's bank, a bank head, bank, yeah. yeah. So we go in there, and everyone, then the, uh, this the people, Gene, oh my Gene, God, Gene. But it's like sort of dimly lit, right? It's right. like later at night. And I get a little closer. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Who do you think's sitting there? Just sitting at the table? At the table, waiting for him. Orson Welles. No, but you're close. Buddy Epson. <laughs> wow, Buddy, Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson. A young of, 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 of Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Peak Hillbillies. of his powers. Not ran for nine years. Right. So he's got he's got he's got, got that hillbilly fuck you hillbilly hillbilly money. money. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then he's you know straight on into Barnaby Jones. Right. You know, he's, Midas Touch. Right. And uh, who else is there? Uh, a young Felicia Rashad. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds. Wow, Debbie Reynolds. Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> Joe Namath. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. More stars in the, you know, there's more stars at this table than in the sky. Yeah, it was a who's who of, of stars. They, yeah. It's, uh, and, and it's, and it's Al Gonquin's diner out on Northern Boulevard in Queens. Um, it sounds like a hotbed. Was it witty, witty repartee or, you know, Oh my gosh! Bon Just the bon, yeah. We, there's bon mots. Yeah. Um, all you can eat bread basket. What? <laughs> a bottomless bowl of bread? Is that the well, end? it was like a basket of bread, right. and it was like we'd finish it, they and just, because there's stars, right. the waiters would spring out more bread. Right. Isn't yeah. isn't that what most restaurants would do anyway? Or? No. Well, we used to see how much bread. Like what? Who, oh, so you're uh, fucking with them? No. Like Debbie Reynolds could really put away. Bread, some bread. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just a ton of bread. So you would have this bottomless bread basket. Bread, we would do soup and salad. Soup and, now is that a first course? So how does this work? Well, you would get, it depends, because you could do the soup and salad as a side to the main entree, sure. like if you got the lobster tail. Right. Oh, so you'd get lobster I tail. I don't recommend it, honestly. <laughs> Which part? The soup and salad or the, the lobster? lobster? Never order the lobster tail. From, uh, at a diner. No, at Algonquin's. Oh, just that one. <laughs> yeah, because the preparation, they, they did this weird sauce. It just wasn't. Uh, they did, But anyway, you could get the soup and salad uh, with the surf and turf. Sure. Or, and that would be shrimp, not all you can eat. <laughs> no, that's and, good. And then uh, like a sirloin steak. Uh-huh, sure, sir, sure. Sirloin steak. Sirloin. Mm-hmm. And um, 
They yeah, and then yeah, Russian so dressing. So I'm, I'm imagine what kind of what? Russian dressing. Russian dressing. Yeah, for the. For the salad. For the salad. Yeah, okay, yeah. got it, got it. So, you know, we all know the Algonquin Roundtable is this witty, kind of brilliant uh, group of people uh, commenting on society. Quick little... Exp- Gene Shalit, what would he say? What would he say? What was one of his... What's things? the difference between um, Buddy Epson and a toilet? <laughs> After you use the toilet, it doesn't follow you around for three days. <laughs> so yeah, poor so Buddy Epson. <laughs> Buddy Epson's just getting pumped. Oh, zingers. Right. So anyway... One, you know, there ends up being like, uh, and I end up back in town. By this time, I'm sort of like uh, Gene Shalit's manservant, right? How, how so? I'm just cleaning up his messes wherever we go. Is he a sloppy guy? or? He and Ebsen had a falling out, Buddy Ebsen from Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. And uh, had a falling out. And we're walking, um, and he's just, Gene, we're walking in Manhattan, yeah. and uh, we go into this hotel. And there ends up being a buffet. They have like free complimentary Swedish meatballs. Wow. Pigs in a blanket. Sure, what's that? Sure. Uh, no, what's the thing in the toad hole? Toad in a hole. To- toad in the hole. Pigs in the blanket. Toad in what's a hole. toad in the hole? Yeah, that, they didn't have that actually. That pigs in the <laughs> That sounds think good. Though. You think of Scotch egg? Is that what you're thinking of? Scotch egg? No, no. I'm just confused now. So they had this. Array, this It sounds like a very bountiful. Uh, buffet was it the Algonquin? Or was it on? Well, I, we thought we got. Well, there there would be girls who come out and they dance around. And uh, have you heard of flash dancers? Sure, sure. We were on our way to the Algonquin Hotel. Right. One of it, flash dancers. Oh, okay, uh, I can understand. Anyway, that. we go to the Algonquin Hotel. They do not have the buffet there. Right. But uh, yeah, it's really classy going there. Oh yeah, I mean, that's now. So now you're at the actual. This is the the home of the Algonquin Roundtable, Dorothy Parker. The other one, the other, yeah. The other, yeah. The Algonquin, one, the real one. Well, that, that now you're you're insulting what we had at uh, Algonquin's. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm on this 47th floor walk up. Yeah. And you you know I I've always been you know I'm a bit of a musician, Jim. I I know that about you. Yeah. So um, the whole time, do you know what an- animatronics? <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar? Do you guys know what yeah, animatronics yeah, are? It's, uh, <laughs> robo- it's, ro- it's robots, right? You're simplifying it a little. Kind of like I Disney mean, theme park type characters. Right. It's, but it's robo- they're robotics, right? Is that? Well, yeah, it, that's exactly it. it, it animatronics, they're robotic characters. Right. Like if they're, you go to like um, like a Six Flags or whatever. Sure. Or like, yeah, yeah. So animatronics. Now, in, in my circle at this point in the story. So it's Gene Shallot. Gene Shallot. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Fel- a, a young Felicia Rashad. Young, yes. But you have to say that part. Um, Sybil Shepard. Sybil. They're not well, dating anymore. We Now, that did up. not last long. I came, I showed up at her work and she got very upset. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't you also you took her to like a, an adult film? Yeah. Too, right? uh, an art. It was an art film. It was an art film. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly people, right. Some people are. Some people are. Some people are prudes. Yeah. Um, uh, it was so around this time that I befriended uh, the star, the, one of the stars of Bad News Bears. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, 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 am I missing Debbie Reynolds, uh, Felicia Rashad, young Felicia Rashad, Gene Shalit? Uh, Joni, Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson. Sometimes Irene Ryan. Sometimes Irene. She was bi-coastal. Sure. Yeah. 
and uh, so that's your that's your that's your posse. Joel Gray. Joel Gray. But not. I mean, Joel Gray had some pipes on him, but not a musician in the bunch, right? <laughs> right. Carl Lagerfeld also. Carl Lagerfeld. Um, great, uh, great bunch of people, and the, you know those that are still with us. Dear friends to this day. Sure. Wait, where was I? I you were talking about. Oh, animatronics. Musician, okay. I mean, not, a music, not a musician in the lot. Not a musician. So except I'm for forced, you. except for me, I'm forced to form. What, what, who's forcing you to form? My muse, my uh, <laughs> my drive in life. Got it. Because I, you know. Yeah, you're, see, you're looking at a bunch of people that don't play music. You're like, I'm right. going to bring the music to right. them. Right. Yeah. You know, because at the time, you know, I was so busy with Shallot that uh, I eventually gave up my job as a cab driver. Cab driver. So I was. Uh, so I decided I'm going to be. I'm going to have a band. Sure. I'm in New York City. Sure. And and so. Now, what I, are, you, are you making? Like a band of skeletons? Or no, no, no. Oh. There was. I had like a a hippo, and his uh-huh. teeth would be like uh-huh. xylophone uh-huh. teeth. Uh-huh. You know? Can you pick? Yeah. So, so kind of like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but but um um they would be they would be played by a chimp. Uh-huh. Now the chimp, to be fair, that was an actual chimp. That was not animatronic. No, no, that was a that real was a chimp. Real trip, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Um, it was the chimp actually from uh, Samsonite commercial. Samsonite. Yeah, <laughs> out of work. Yeah, and it was he would actually. Uh, I met him. He was working as a doorman. He had the doorman. <laughs> Sort of, yeah, yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, the sort of thing with those like sort of wash uh, ep- uh, epaulets. Epaulets. Yeah, he had that, and you know, it'd be the whole. Can I help would you he, with your? But lug- then he would throw your luggage around. Help you with your luggage. Yeah, he started whipping yeah. it around. Once you, I look, it's a funny bit. You can't let go. No. <laughs> yeah, it was very. Anyway, so he there was him. There was um there was a little uh there was a kitty cat uh who played um like, bongos. Like a yeah, yeah, they would play like oh. little, little. Oh, it sounds so cute. Yeah, yeah, little, the, the tiniest set of bongos you ever saw. Uh-huh. Yeah, he would play, and um, and then there was two goats that would be behind bales of hay, and they would be like, governor, and, and then there would be the the owl, and I would. All these things were activated. So yeah, by so what, so to walk me through the technology. What what it's pedals everywhere. Pedals. You're just. Pulling pedals, hitting pedals, and the the hippo's mouth opens, and the chimp comes out and just bangs the shit out of his teeth. And and then an owl would do something. An owl and daddy sing bass. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do every t- yeah. There you have it. Ah. Yeah. So what kind of is and like? And then a, the goats would go. Mama sing tenor. What's that? The goats. They the would goats. go. Mama sing tenor. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. But you're performing this for the Algonquin. Yeah. Where's this? Where are you performing this? Where's the band playing? The Algonquin Hotel. It actually, Algonquin Hotel. Yeah, yeah. So the Algonquin Hotel, a round table fame, or the other round table, as you the like other round the table, other round fame. table is yeah. hired Dave and the Fun Time Guys, which is you, which is you, which is you, an actual chimpanzee from the Samsonite commercial, who found work later found work as a later doorman. Found work as a doorman. What, yeah. At the, not, a, not at the Algonquin, I hope. No, do you know the Iroquois down yeah, the street? Right yeah, right. is that the Iroquois? <laughs> yeah. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this best of episode of Dave Hill History Fluffer. Once again, we'll be at San Francisco Sketch Fest Saturday, January 18th at 4 p.m. at the Gateway Theater. Then we'll be at Union Hall for the Brooklyn Podcast Festival Friday, January 4th at 10 p.m. Head to my website, chris-gersbeck.com to get those dates. Head to Dave's website, davehillonline.com. 
and we will be back with a new episode in just a little bit. Thank you guys. When our eyes are mad.